Hello, good evening. This is Justin with the Road to Wealth podcast. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and set up the tone of the interview here for J-Rod, who is uh, one of my buddies on Twitter. Uh, we had a great conversation around his story and also you know, his, his ability to get out of debt. I think it's a fantastic way that he illustrated it and just some of the different strategies he he put together. So I really want to thank everybody for continually listening in on the podcast. We actually have a lot of great content in the future, some more interviews like this. And without further ado, I will pass it on to my interview with J-Rod Muddy. Feel free to follow him on Twitter as well as download his budgeting guide. I will have that all in the show notes. So without further ado, let's kick it off with J-Rod. Well, thanks everyone for joining me. I actually have J-Rod Money here on the Road to Wealth podcast, and uh, this is going to be a, a first for both of us um, in, in how we did this. But uh, Jared, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, just uh, getting things started on the week here. Um, had a pretty busy day at work, so just getting uh, ready to do some relaxing here and uh, discuss some some money with you. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, you know, for, for the listeners, um, I do want to, you know, do an intro. This is J-Rod Money, uh, Jaron, as, as, we, as we call him. Um, very prolific on Twitter. Um, I encourage everyone to go follow him. It's at Money J-Rod um, on Twitter. And, you know, we just to give some background, we, we, we found each other online. And, you know, I reached out on a DM to, you know, just kind of pick his brain. And, you know, it's, uh, it's another gentleman that I look up to a lot. And, um, you know, really appreciate him coming on the podcast. Um, for the for the listeners, uh, Jerry, do you mind just telling telling everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, you know where you are, you know, and everything like that? Sure, sure. And uh, first of all, thanks for the kind words. It, it really means a lot. Um, so a little about me, uh, J Rod, uh, and I live in Haleyville, Alabama. It's a, it's a very very small town in the south, and if you, uh, you can tell by my accent, I am. <laughs> Uh, definitely from the South. So I've loved it down here. I've lived here all my life. Um, so I'm 32, uh, married with two boys, uh, seven and one. And my wife and I have been married. We'll be married 10 years uh, next year. So we're, we're looking forward to that milestone anniversary. Um, other than that, not really anything too interesting. I work in the automotive industry uh, for one of the local uh, auto manufacturers. Uh, one of the big, big name auto manufacturers been there for 10 years. And um, so just really just an ordinary guy that just has a passion for uh, helping people with money and, uh, you know, started off just like everybody else, not really uh, knowing a whole lot about money and just did some, did some research and uh, yeah, and just really love helping people. And that's why I started my Twitter account so I can uh, use that as a platform to reach more people. So it's been pretty great so far. No, that that's amazing, and you know, similar to to you, I'm a father as well. And um, you know, one thing that you know, when we initially met, you know, a few weeks back, um, to influence you to come on the podcast, uh, was you told me a little bit about your money journey. Do you mind sharing that with the audience? Yeah, sure. So when I started in college, uh, I was living at home. I was going to the community college, uh, local community college, and so I wasn't spending just a ridiculous amount of money, um, just you know, gas and food. Uh, from my parents' house to the college. And uh, one day my mother handed me a book and she said, hey, uh, she said, Jerry, do you need to read this book? Uh, it, it really helped uh, me and your father out and I recommend you read it. And it was uh, The Total Money Makeover by, by Dave Ramsey. And it's uh, 
is one of the more popular personal finance books out there. And so I read it and, you know, at that time I was just, you know, just fresh out of high school and didn't really have any responsibilities or concept of money for that matter. And so the, the, the content in the book didn't really touch me as much as it did later on in my life. So I just kind of yeah, put it to the side. It was a good read, but none of it really stuck with me. Um, so fast forward a few years and my wife and I got married. Uh, we dated for about six years before we got married. And uh, we were very fortunate to have start our marriage with uh, no student loan debt. Uh, my college was paid for and my wife's family was uh, very gracious to pay for her college. So we were very blessed on that regard. Um, but starting off, we were just like any other normal married couple, uh, just started uh, accumulating slowly some debt. Um, you know, nothing too crazy, just a car payment here, house payment there, a little personal loan. And, you know, we were rock and roll and making some okay money. We wouldn't, you know, you know, rock stars with our income or anything, but, um, and then one day, uh, we go home and we notice a tiny little termite in our bedroom. <laughs> and, you know, around here, it, there's uh, there's no such thing as a house with no termites. Uh, it, it's just a thing that we deal with here in the South. So, um, so after some further investigation, we found that we had one of our whole walls in our bedroom that, had, that was infested with termites. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of a shocker uh, when we got the estimate to have that repaired and treated. It was uh, to the tune of $5,000. And so, yeah, we didn't have an emergency fund. We didn't really have the spare cash on hand to pay for that. So we just, we just financed it, you know? Um, and again, just like what any normal couple starting off would do, just would just finance it, not even blink. And that's what we did. Well, then I started, got to looking at my uh, bank website one day and I was thinking, you know, we just financed $5,000 and it just, it didn't even phase us. And, you know, it was just yeah. like it was normal. And, and, you know, so, so that was kind of the wake up moment for us. Um, and we knew that we were going down a road that we didn't really need to go down. Um, so at that point in time, I would say our debt not including the home, mm-hmm. but with a car, uh, credit card, and the termites and some other little miscellaneous things is probably somewhere around thirty thousand dollars. Wow! So not just a ridiculous huge amount, but you know, a respectable amount that was kind of holding us back from saving and investing and doing things uh, that you need to do to grow. So uh, I pulled that book out that my mom gave me and rub the dust off of it. <laughs> <laughs> and we started reading it together. Um, and we actually went through his financial peace university, uh, bought the DVDs and went through the class and we started doing the baby steps. And, you know, I'm not going to take up your time going through all that. I'm sure your listeners are very familiar with that, but, mm-hmm. but basically, uh, just the starter emergency fund, debt snowball and, um, Within a matter of six months, we had it paid off, and um, 
and then the, and the emergency fund started the three to six months. And that was by far the most difficult part. The, the debt was, I would say, paying off the debt was the easy part. Saving an emergency fund is just crazy hard because you have all this debt paid off. You're so fired up. You want to start investing and buying other things. But, you know, you have to get this emergency fund in place. So for us, that was the most difficult part. But but uh, but yeah, that was our that's our story, man. Um, you know, nothing too extravagant, but that, that's ours to tell. And, uh, you know, that's what I try to stick to uh, with my content on Twitter is just encouraging people and letting them know that getting control of your money is possible. And not only is it possible, but it, it's something that you can take and do something great with it. Uh, you don't have to make $100,000 a year to, to invest enough to uh, max out a Roth IRA. So that, that's, that's basically my message um, and my story. That's wonderful, uh, Jared. And I think the, the the beauty of that, and you know, as I was doing show prep, it's amazing that termite damage was was the <laughs> symbolic, you know, moment for you. Do you remember what your wife and and you talked about, like right when that happened? <laughs> Just like your immediate reaction. Well, uh, I guess our immediate reaction was like, um, okay, so is this gonna like make our house cave in, or yeah. you know, just the the thought of okay, what, what, what's the impact of this, you know, structurally. And um, so after getting some estimates, we, we realized that the, the damage wasn't as bad as we anticipated, but uh, the treatment was the, the next thing and, and the cost behind that. And so I guess we were more alarmed by the fact that our house was literally being eaten away um, more so than the financial side of it. But, but uh, something you alluded to a moment ago, you know, the, the symbolic moment, the termites eating away our house. Um, but also our money was being eaten away too by this debt. And so it, it was, it was very, very symbolic in that form. And I've actually not thought of it in that way until just now you said <laughs> that. So uh, the debt, it eats away at your finances, just like uh, termites eat away at your house. So we had to get rid of it and we did. And uh, just, laid out the plan of the baby steps and um, you know that's all great and good you know going through the book and reading it and making a plan but if the plan is only good if you actually do it yeah. um, so sticking to it and actually putting in the work to make it happen is is the key point there yeah. and you know I, you know I, I applaud you and your wife I mean the, the fact that you went through that and, and frankly such a short period of time I mean six months you, you guys really really got down and dirty and intense to, to get that done. Yeah. Well, the key, and, and this is what I preach about on money Twitter. And I would tell anyone that asked me what we did is the budget was the number one thing that helped us do that. Um, when we first created our budget, it was crazy. We found we were spending somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand dollars a month eating out and that fluctuated, but that was probably at the very high point. Um, of our just not really paying attention to our money was somewhere around a thousand dollars a month just eating out and you know just a little bit of planning and preparation can take care of that um, so when you do that first budget you're going to discover some things that you didn't realize with money it, it's when you make a budget it's like looking in the mirror for the first time and seeing all the warts and the, the flaws that you have in your money and it's it's really shocking um, and and then you start thinking, okay, how can we be this, you know, quite frankly, irresponsible with our money? And um, so after making that budget, we started uh, putting in some countermeasures. Okay, we're going to start making a grocery list. We're going to start sticking to it. 
um, yeah, all this crazy spending we're doing over here to the side, yeah, we're going to cut all that crap out. Um, all this just random buying stuff we don't need, clothes, you know, uh, electronics, just a whole bunch of random stuff. Um, and, and you will be surprised at the amount of money that you actually have to pay off debt. Mm-hmm. And then after you pay off that debt, invest and do things that uh, helps you meet your goals. So when you create a budget, you're giving yourself a raise. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was one of the things that I remember discussing with my wife when we first met her budget. It's like, wow, we, we make more money than we realize. We're just spending it all away. And this budget is a great tool to help you visualize how much you're making and how much you're throwing away and just how much you can save when you capture all that. So it's a very, very powerful tool that I encourage everybody to use. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I actually had a podcast about that before, man, where um, I talked about how, uh, you know, the budget is, is, is not restrictive, but it's more liberating. It yeah. gives you, you know, these, these pockets of holes that, um, to your point, you know, the, the eating out, I mean, that's a, a big one for us. It, it, you, you get to see the leakage before it actually happens and you're just compounding, you know, either debt or, you know, your, your rhythm of life. So I, I absolutely love that. And, um, you know, one thing I, I want all the listeners to do, uh, J-Rod actually has a free, uh, an ebook, um, that I, is around budgeting. I'll have him talk about that, you know, towards the end to promote, uh, but I highly encourage everyone that's listening to this to get an opportunity, especially if you don't have a budget or just want to even look at a different way of approaching, um, how you spend money monthly. He has a great resource that I would encourage everyone to, to, to join in. So um, you talked a little bit about, you know, how you and your wife, you know, got together. Can you explain that dynamic? You know, she's obviously a, uh, you know, your, your queen in this, right? <laughs> going, <laughs> right? Going on this journey with you. Um, how, knowing the fact that you were, you know, 30,000 in debt and now, you know, in, in a better place, how do you guys partner on, on, on the money conversation now? Well, that, that's an excellent question, and, and it's such an, a, an important aspect of, of finances um, is marrying the right person. And, and, you know, that's something that I just got correct from the get-go. Um, my, you know, I, and that's nothing that I did. Um, it, it was just, I don't know, it, it was just the way it worked out, and I'm so thankful to have uh, her in my life because I couldn't have done it without her. Um, so that, that's the number one thing. And then number two is understanding that your spouse is not always going to be so fired up about money um, than you. And, and you know, the, the, the gender really has nothing to do with it. I, I know some uh, wives that are more fired up about money than their husbands and, you know, the husbands vice versa, you know, whoever the role is in the marriage, right. Um, it really doesn't matter. So, uh, understanding that they may not be as fired up about you as as money as you are and then how can you overcome that well start speaking in terms of what we can do together with it like say for example what can we do as a couple if this debt wasn't in our life what kind of dreams could we target what kind of things could we have currently that we don't have because of this budget or this uh, debt rather mm-hmm. and speak in those terms because that kind of helps them come to it in a sense of, of teamwork. Right. And, and that's, that's extremely important. And so what we did is we sat down and we said, okay, 
we have this debt in our life, but we're not able to fund our kids' college. Like our college account for our son was zero at that point. And we, we realized, okay, if this debt was not in our life and we wasn't giving all of this money to other people, we could fund our, our son's college or we could start this coffee shop that we've always dreamed about or at least begin saving for it or we can pay cash for this car that may not be brand new but it's it's used and it's going to serve its purpose so so speak on those terms to get on the same page with your spouse and and also to understand that like my wife is not much with keeping up with the fine details we have a budget meeting every month and that's something that I would encourage everyone to do. Um, but I create it uh, because I'm just the money nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> As am I. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, otherwise we wouldn't have a Twitter page talking about money, right? If we wouldn't money nerds. So, but but anyway, um, come to it already prepared and sit down and have this uh, budget meeting and kind of show them what what you all are going to do, not what I'm going to do, not what you're going to do, what we are going to do, because this is a team sport. Um, and I, I cannot stress that enough mm-hmm. uh, because again, as uh, we've already mentioned, a plan is only as good as you carrying it out. And, you know, if you come to the budget meeting uh, with two separate agendas mm-hmm. and, and you agree on this, budget but you go off and do your own thing then what's the point right Mm -hmm. so so being on the same page understanding the goal and having the why in mind Uh, why are you wanting to get out of debt why are you wanting to uh, get this debt out of your life and what are you wanting to do next those those are the major things to consider when coming together with a spouse and maybe one that is not necessarily on the same page as you Talk about those uh, things that you can achieve later with this debt not in your life. That that really brings a sense of unity into the discussion. I love that. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to write that down as around you know the compete the piece around the why, but also the the unity component because I know there's many you know couples and partners out there you know that are listening to this that you know, they, they may still have, you know, their finances separate, which, you know, I'm not, we're not here, you know, this platform's not here to judge, but I agree with you, you know, the way my wife and I operate, we have a, a, a monthly budget meeting, you know, we have a Google shared doc that, you know, we have accountability there. And I think it goes back to that original point is, you know, getting on the same page so we can have those bigger goals in mind that we're striving for. Um, you know, I'm a very big proponent too, where, you know, to your point where we, when you were, when you were in debt, it almost feels as though you're just reacting to life right. versus proactively strategizing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're reacting and you're letting life happen to you rather than you happen to your money. Uh, and I'm sure that's a quote somewhere that somebody has somewhere, but, uh, but anyway, it's so <laughs> yeah. true. Right. I mean, yeah. Uh, when you're going through and just taking on debt without thinking about it, you're essentially, a, you're the, the quote unquote victim, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. and that's where the, the victim mentality kind of spurs from, but that's, that's a completely different discussion there, but, but you can take control and these budgets, as you've already alluded to, are freeing and not restrictive. And that's something that money Twitter does not like to hear, but it's so, so, so true. And I, 
uh, and I cannot stress that enough. Uh, you know, it, it, if your budget is restrictive, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, it has yeah. to be. It has to be uh, a free and put fun money in there too. By the way, yeah, you got to give yourself little treats along the way. So, can you name you know just as as a shift you know for what what what's fun to you and your wife you know what is that treat that you know you and your wife t tend to do now that you guys are out of debt and you know building wealth and yes. on your road. So so my wife and I love coffee. Yes. And so that's one thing that we enjoy together is going to different coffee shops and in different locations, and um, and you know the, the coffee discussion happens on Money Twitter all the time. <laughs> Uh, you know, the latte factor and all this stuff. But, but th the fact is if, if you're maxing out your Roth and you're hitting your goals and, and whatever your money goals are, have that coffee, man, or whatever it is that, that you look forward to. And that just so happens to be our, uh, our things that we enjoy doing, um, you know, spending time with the kids and, um, and doing things that we want to do and having no debt allows us to do that. So that's what we, we enjoy doing. Yes, sir. Well, you spoke a lot about money, Twitter, and I, I do want to shift gears to, you know, really how we met. Um, you know, both of us are, are fairly active on that on that platform. And um, there's a lot of folks you know, like J-Rod and me that uh, we talk about financial literacy. We talk about the growth mindset, um, different elements to just become better individuals. Um, can, can you tell the audience, you know, what drew you to Twitter and, you know, what, you know, what started that whole process to create J-Rod money? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, 2020 was a crazy year, just like everybody experienced. Um, and COVID was what really uh, started it all. Uh, I'm here bored at the house because I'm, I'm in quarantine. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm and our, our work uh, kind of shut down during the, the height of COVID. So I was here bored and I was thinking, you know, this would be the perfect time to start a money blog because that's something that I always wanted to do is start a blog kind of detailing this journey and, you know, with the ultimate goal of helping people with their finances. And, um, but I quickly realized that I was terrible at writing blogs. <laughs> so, um, so I shifted to Twitter and, and I started the Twitter um, just as a way to promote the blog, but it ended up being, uh, dissecting down blog posts and just posting them in short little tweets rather than long blog posts. Um, so not to say that the blog's not going to happen, uh, but right now it's just strictly my thoughts about money and my experiences with money on Twitter. So that, that's how it started. And uh, it, it's been quite the journey and it's been amazing just to be quite honest with you, just because of the connections that I've been able to meet. Uh, meeting people like you and just several other people that have just been extremely helpful and extremely knowledgeable and just helped me grow just in the time that I started my Twitter account in April or March of 2020. I mean, I've, I've learned so much just since in that point in time. So that, that's where I'm at currently with it um, and why I started J-Rod Money. Uh, and it's turned into something way better than I ever anticipated. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the beauty of the platform. I mean, you know, as we're speaking right now, you know, J-Rod is around 2,800 followers. I, I certainly hope by the time this is published that he's at 3,000. And, um, 
you know, he mentioned, you know, coming from Alabama, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a city boy from Chicago. And it's just like, Twitter was the platform that kind of bound us together around the same type of spirit and energy um, around our why and family. And I know many people may have, you know, their perceptions of Twitter and it can, you know, there are times where Twitter can be a, a rat hole in some ways, mm -hmm. but sure. there, there is something special around, you know, people that are promoting what J-Rod's promoting around budgeting and, and, and independence and, you know, financial literacy. Um, it's just really, uh, you know, based around the people that you surround yourself with and the content that you're putting out. Um, I don't know if you yeah. have any comments there around that. In, in this sense and that we can sit down and have a conversation about money and it just be and it just be great so that, that's that's one of the, the things that I love about it yeah yeah I agree and I, I've met you know many great individuals like yourself um, on the platform um, as well as on Instagram and I think you know within our era of, of you know being young fathers and, and being young husbands we have a responsibility um to not only to them but i think we have as many resources that we can pull on like uh, you know the, the things that you mentioned around you know the way you speak with your wife and you know how you you, you engage and, and strategize i mean that's something i can borrow and you know similarly what i can do to you i think that's the beauty of, of these type of connections and i agree with you the the pandemic last year and, and last year in, in general was a wake-up call for many. Um, I started this podcast as a, as a way to to reach folks uh, like yourself, and I'm I'm just very grateful that you know we had this opportunity to to, to talk, man. Um, and so, one thing I will yeah. say too is is if you're on Money Twitter, follow the the little guys. I mean, the the big guys are great, and you can learn a lot from them. But there are so many smaller accounts that have just a wealth of knowledge, and that includes you. Your your podcast has some great content, and not enough people are seeing it. It's a sh and it's a shame. So so one thing I will say is if if you're on there, don't discount the little guys because th they are bringing the fire daily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love I love that. I love that. And um, you know, I think there's a you know as as we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, let me ask, you know, what, what's the next goal for you guys? I mean, do you guys have a plan in place or, um, you know, I'm just kind of curious where, where this is going to kind of take you, if you're going to continue with this mindset. Yeah. So right now, um, we're just wanting to max out our Roth IRAs, uh, and, and do that continually. We've done that for the last three years now. Um, and continually doing that. And also we're working on selling our house right now. Um, and hopefully going to get a, a decent amount of equity out of that and moving into something larger. Um, so our, our family's growing and we, we really need a little bit more room. <laughs> we're kind of cramped right now in our, uh, uh, 1600 square foot house. We're, we're hoping to, to buy somewhere in the, in the 3000 range, uh, just to accommodate a, a bigger family. So, uh, so that's what we're doing now um, and just trying to grow in our career. Um, my wife's a school teacher and so she, she stays pretty busy with that. Um, but, but the main thing is just making sure that we're setting ourselves up financially to be there for our, for our kids. Uh, Cause you know, they're, they're our everything right now and we're just trying to, to, provide the best life for them while doing it in a, in a, you know, financially responsible way. Uh, there, there's some things that my, my son sees at school, 
like, hey, dad, this my, my friend got a new, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch today. Can I have one? And, you know, that that kind of sparks the, the conversation with, OK, um, yeah, you, you might can get it one day, but maybe not right now because we're trying to meet this goal and just some really uh, teachable moments for, for the kids that are, that are coming up right now in our lives. So. So that's that's one thing that we're we're trying to do is uh, you know along this journey teach our kids about money in a uh, in an age appropriate way. So it, it's an interesting stage of life, that's for sure. That we're, we're enjoying every minute of it. So and I know you're you're right there in the in the thick of it too yeah. with, uh, with your kids. So but it's it's great. So as I exit before we, we sign off, um, you, you mentioned your two boys. Um, if your two boys are listening to this at you know. 13, 15 years old, you know, knowing where you are now, what advice would you give them? So probably the, the, the first thing I would say is, is go against the grain. Um, don't think that you have to measure up with your peers um, because there, there are people that are, that, that I know in my life now that are making uh, some decisions with money, whether it be with college or career, and it's not being made uh, in, in a way that benefits them, but it's just going with what their friends are doing. So, you know, that 15, 14, 15, 16 year old, he's, he's just concerned about what his friends are doing. Uh, focus on you and start building a future at that point, because that's where it's the most impressionable and the most impactful. I mean, I, I just think back to you know, what if I was investing at that age, how much I would have right now, how far along I would be. And and not that you have to start investing at that age, but what I think you, uh, I think they would get the point by hearing this is, is just is go with what you feel is right in the moment instead of what everybody else is doing. I love that. I love that. I, I could see your boys being like Warren Buffett, you know, buying their first stock at, you know, age of 11. It's, that's yeah. amazing. You know? go, go buy some Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you know, Gerard, I appreciate you coming on this podcast. Again, everyone follow him at uh, on Twitter at Money Gerard. You know, I, I do want you to also promote the you know the budgeting book. I mean, you know, feel free. Yeah. So uh, it's it's just a little ebook that I wrote, uh, Gerard Guide to Budgeting. Uh, it basically just details the story that uh, that I've spoke on already, but just goes into a little more detail about what we did with our budgeting to help us. Uh, be successful with it and just kind of gives a very, very um, high level uh, description of what a budget is and how you can utilize it to help you reach your financial goals, whether it's pay off debt, investing. I mean, budgeting is a lifestyle. Um, it, when you say that you're getting on a budget, uh, it implies that you're going to get off at some point. So you, you're never on a budget. You're, you're, the budget is a lifestyle, uh, at least it, it is for us anyway. And that's uh, what the book is about. Uh, I love that. You know, making budget just a part of your a part of your life. It's that's that's amazing. Yep. Well, well, Jay Rod, I appreciate a lot. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, everyone, go follow him. Download his ebook. Um, you know, I really appreciate this, and let's just continually, you know, spreading the good mess uh, message on, on on Twitter and you know on on, on our platforms. Sounds good, Justin. Hey, thanks for having me on. It was a blast. Uh, maybe we can do this again in the future. Oh, yeah. We, we absolutely will, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Thanks.